0: Welcome everyone to another edition of the Dress of a Watch podcast.
1: Hi, Nicolas.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: Good, how are you doing?
0: Very good, very good, very good.
1: Hi. Thanks very for good. having me.
0: Thanks yeah, for having you're me. You're welcome. I'm very welcome. <laughs> Thank you for for saying yes to my question.
1: No, no that's uh, that's for sure. I mean... Uh, no doubt about that i love the format and it's always nice to have a a talk uh, about watches and a, a hobby or maybe a passion just beside all the other things which are going on currently yeah with yeah. all these crises covid-19 very true. yeah so very true.
0: very true very true so how are you how are you keeping up
1: well it's uh week 10 in the at home yeah. so i'm working from home now it's the 10th week but um, this week was the first week when I could give my son to the kindergarten for three days and four hours per day. <laughs> Not much, uh, but at least a little bit because um, when you are a single dad or a single parent in general and you yeah. have no one else where you can yeah. give the kids,
0: yeah. um,
1: it's it's pretty tough to work from home, keep an eye on the kids. So the iPad is pretty much in use, which I hate and uh, because he's only five. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I would not be able to work uh, yeah. in any any minute. That's so. hard, yeah. But yeah. it is uh, what it is, and um, I mean we can't change it. And um, now in the tenth week, you somehow you live with that, and it's okay, yeah. Yeah. E- enjoy yeah. watches and other things.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think, I think uh, for for the most of us who are watch enthusiasts. I think it's a, is a very struggling time as well because we see so many pieces that we like to have, but maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So.
1: Uh, I have a pretty nice one being offered last week, yeah. which w- was on my one list, but a fair price, full set, from a Paneristi. It's yeah. a Panerai. But at the moment, uh, I'm a little bit struggling really with, should I pay that much amount of money or should I save it because I'm in the automotive business so we have short-term work so you have less income and so on so
0: yeah
1: and I think I mean I have other hobbies as well uh, which you might have seen on a picture which I posted yesterday Um, vintage Star Wars toys and you can see at the moment uh, dramatically that in the U.S. people are selling out their most precious items for a bargain yeah. Because they need the money, yeah. Um, and somehow I—not I hope, but I think—that we will see that in the second-hand watch market pretty soon. That prices yeah, that, will drop.
0: Yeah, that that would be very very interesting to see, and I think. I think this gives us the opportunity, it was a perfect introduction into the topic of today.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so
0: so maybe, maybe what we could do to start everything off is maybe you could tell us a little bit um, how you got into watches.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, not a long story, but with... Uh,
0: uh, just just uh, say hello uh, to Swiss watch gang. Uh,
1: uh, Marco, hi, uh, yeah. How are you doing? Sorry, sorry. No, it, it's it's okay. No, um, well, basically it started uh, with a watch, which is which is still on the wrist of my father. Yeah. So uh, my father got a Breitling Navi timer, Cosmonaut uh, yeah. from his brother in 1972. Um, so they both have the same model. It's the um, Spiegel Eye, the fried, fried egg one, the yeah. big one, and um, I grew up with that watch. I mean, that's a 24-hour dial. Um, so when you are a little boy, I, I mean, I'm born 78. So in the 80s, we still had all these uh, stars of the or launches you know of the challenger and all these things that was pretty much still in the 80s you had these space guys and astronauts so for me it was kind of cool that my father has a watch which has a 24-hour dial because yeah. you can read it in space because yeah. you have no day and night and we always had a quiz uh, what time is it because it's it's I would I wouldn't say super hard to read, but if you're not familiar with the 24-hour die, it's it's hard to read. Yeah. So that was I think one of the first steps which brought me into into watches because I loved that watch. I it was a cool watch. He still has it. He wears it daily. Uh, I had it with me at Baselworld last year. So uh, I wore it, the, the Basel word last year, because it's it's such an iconic piece. So and that brought, I think, my first attention into watches. And then, um, for sure, as a kid in the 80s, growing up in the 80s, I think the first watch I got from my grandfather was a, a very basic swatch, mm-hmm. a black dial, a black strap, White indices. So the very, I think the model is still out there. It's a very yeah. basic swatch. Yeah. And and then I think I had another swatch and another swatch. I remember I bought a um, swatch ski pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, very yeah, I One of I those. <laughs> one of the very first ones which were on the market because uh, we were skiing in, in Switzerland yeah. or in Austria and I hated to have this card, you know, somewhere around your neck and it's flying around. Yeah. So you just put the, the ski pass on this watch and you could go just with swiping the glove uh, somewhere and, and you were through. So that was kind of cool. So that was uh, yeah the first steps into the watch world and I was always interested in watches and as I said I grew up with, with Breitling because my father had the watch, my uncle had the exact same model. So he presented it. He had his ones uh, he passed that to my uh, to my brother when when he passed away a long time ago and um, I will receive hopefully uh in in a decade or so so uh, not, not hopefully, but I will receive the watch from my father when he's passing okay. away, and I okay. hope that w- will last another fifty years on his wrist, yeah. something like this yeah. um so and because I loved that brand uh, in the past so much and and the Cosmonaut. I said, I would like to have a Cosmonaut one day. I mean, back in the days, I remember Navi Timer was 3,500 German Mark or something. So they said, wow, that's a lot of money, an exclusive watch and um, really top level watch. And, And then I started with the budget I I had. So, you know, apprenticeship, army service, and so on. So the first watch I remember I bought, I I don't have it here, I forgot it in the safe, was a Citizen. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: A very basic diver's watch. Uh, The model is still on the market. Uh, I can't recall the the model. It has a blue dial, blue bracelet, and um, it's a basic automatic watch, 200 meters water resistant. Plain, simple, but but I love that, and I think there was 200 German marks, and I think the same model is 200 euros at the moment. Yeah, so, so I think a very good and pretty solid beginner's watch, something like a Seiko. So I always yes. would recommend something buy like this if you just yeah. have a couple of hundred euros. It's a pretty good entry watch in my pres- yeah, in my perspective, and I bought it 19. I think it was something like 1998 or something, and I still have it yeah. in the safe, it's still working, uh, never got serviced, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's, it's still working somehow, Very nice, yeah. and um, the first real expensive watch I bought was then for my first loan I received after I, 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 I not quit military service, but after my service was done, yeah. I started with a company where I still am, and for my first loan, I bought this watch here. Okay. I don't know. It's hard to see. It's not sharp, I think. It's a citizen Aqualand. It yeah. has a fu- cool. f- full loom dial. It's a diver's watch. It has uh, an analog uh, depth gauge. So I was diving with that in the Caribbean cool. and so on. And that was ooh, almost a thousand euros at the yeah. time, yeah. something like this. And uh, that was really my first expect- <laughs> i I just wanted to buy what I can afford, and I I loved at that time dive watches. So I I think when you see my collection or just a few watches which I have, it's pretty obvious that I love tool watches, dive watches, robust watches. So I I like bling-bling pieces, but I would never wear them because – uh, i mean simeon is listening so i'm i'm a climber i'm going climbing outside in spain and italy i i need tough watches i mean yeah. when you have a five-year-old son i'm not wearing a side uh, going into <laughs> into the forest yeah even though i would love to have christians
0: yeah <laughs> but, who, um, who wouldn't love who, who Christians? Wouldn't? Uh, exactly I mean, come
1: on <laughs> but but it's not the watch i would I would use yeah, yeah. When, when, when going out into the forest so this is why i always have tough watches um sport watches tool watches yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, just saying that you never wear the watch while climbing
1: uh, exactly which is true and i always tell him that he should not do the same um, <laughs> because uh, you can rip it off very easily when you're falling or you can injure yourself but um Everyone should do uh, how he loves to. Uh, Jimmy Chin was also wearing his Panerai, but only for advertising pictures. Yeah. And I think yeah. Alex Honold would never wear a watch during his free solo ascents. Um, but yeah, I would never wear a watch. Uh, so, But unless that, I always wear a watch. Um, so I almost never take it off. Yeah. Um, not even when I, when I go to sleep or so. Um, I took once uh, my my daily beater off uh, in the kitchen and it fell on the ground (laughs) and it cost me a thousand euros to repair it. So that's a lessons learned uh, a hard way, but I would always say, uh, keep the watch on your wrist. Never yeah. take it off, yeah. <laughs> or only in a really safe environment. So that was yeah. really uh, learning it uh, the hard way. It was pretty, pretty expensive, and I waited for the watch. I think two months to return yeah. back from from Switzerland.
0: So, so what what are you wearing today?
1: Uh, today it's uh, one of my favorites, uh, big pilot five thousand two, the first nice. big pilot. Um, that's really. One of the watches I always wanted to have, yeah. um, but always thought I, I would never have it, because yeah. um, um, to, to to finish the story with a Breitling, um, I always wanted to have this cosmonaut Breitling, and um, I started to work on the weekends in a in club as a barkeeper, bartender, and so on. So I saved a little bit of money, and my parents said one day, hey, we found uh, a little bit of money we have on a bank account for you. We had that uh, account for you uh, since you were a child, and there's still some money left. You can have it now. So I took that money and the savings I had, and then I bought 2001. I think eBay was pretty new at that time. I'm not sure when they were founded, 2000, 2001. (laughs) 2001, I bought then that watch. Ooh. It's I don't know why it's not getting sharp but yeah. it's it's my my cosmonaut. Very nice.
0: Very nice
1: uh, piece. It's uh with display back, it's a Lemania Le movement, it's a Japan edition. It has has a tritium dial and I just love this piece. It's um it was a bargain at that time, 1800 yeah. 1800 euros i paid for that watch wow. f- full set yeah and it's hard to find these days yeah. even though with these with the display back and this yeah. is and this would be also one watch i would never sell because yeah. i always wanted to have a cosmonaut and that's the one i bought um, to and, and to wait uh, for the one for my father yeah. yeah yeah
0: that's 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 absolutely cool i really like i really love these I mean, I've been doing this, these talks for quite some time, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's so cool that every time you talk to a person, you, you hear an amazing story um, with a different story. It's not always the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the experience and the emotion and, and the value, the emotional value that, that, that people put into their watches and, and this, this work yeah. put in when looking for a it's, it's I mean, amazing.
1: yeah. I mean, there there are for sure guys who just have the money and they buy just everything because it's everywhere on social media.
0: Yeah,
1: a, a Patek, an, a, an an AP,
0: yeah,
1: a Rolex, whatever. So, yeah. I like these watches. I like the watchmaking skills which are behind, but I would never wear. I would never buy them because yeah. first, uh, everyone has a Rolex. I'm not a Rolex guy. It when when I wear a Rolex on my wrist it's 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 not me it's yeah. it, it, it's it doesn't fit my my style and my type and so on and just to have it uh, and to show it off that's also not not me and there are a lot of guys i think out there they, they just have the money and they just want to buy a nautilus
0: yeah
1: or whatever is on the market
0: yeah
1: yeah uh, uh daytona whatever
0: yeah and and it's and it's so sad actually at some point because if you if you look at the trend with the steel sports watches um, there's so much more from Patek than the Nautilus
1: absolutely um,
0: and, and and incredible pieces that you would get for a bargain uh, compared to what you would have to pay for the Nautilus yeah
1: so i mean
0: i, I, I don't understand it <laughs> to be
1: honest yeah i, I mean and now the, the problem is that that now steel sports watches are, are Getting popular again. Yeah, uh, that is the the pro- not a problem, but you see, Lange came with the Odysseus uh, and then you have the AP. You have Rolex, uh, but Rolex, uh, you you have to pay premium to get one, or you wait fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't have my, my steel sports watch here. It's, it's still in Switzerland for service. It's an IWC Engineer, Mission Earth. Nice. It's it, it's a fantastic piece from my yeah. perspective, very under under the radar. I mean, it's huge. It has 46 millimeters. It's anti-magnetic. Uh, it has water resistance, 120 meters. It's, it's a perfect sports steel watch. Yeah, and and not really expensive. You you can get a, a pre-owned one in, in mind condition for something like four and a half thousand euros.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's a it's a superb watch, and you can get the, the same Gerald Genta design Ingenieur three two two seven four, the same price, but it's then uh, smaller. Uh, it's more yeah. suitable for most people. But these yeah. are fantastic steel sports watches. So you don't have to buy an Audios, an Aquanaut, whatever, for thirty, forty. 60k just to show it and a lot of people to be honest they're not wearing the watches yeah they are buying them and they're in the safe and they're gone yeah very true
0: very true and mine have
1: always everywhere bings and dings and scratches everywhere because i'm using them
0: exactly and 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 that's also the beauty in my opinion i love wearing my watches and every watch that you wear tells a story so, exactly. I, 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 when I bought my uh, the first real watch that I bought was was the Milgauss. I got a super nice oh. deal and everything. Um, it's with the green glass, right? Yeah, and oh. four days after owning it, I broke the glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but think I uh, wore the watch. I wore the watch it, for another four years or five years with the crack in the. Oh bag. really? Really? Yeah. It wasn't and, still and, water resistant. Yeah, yeah, it, it okay. was just on the edge, just a, ah, okay. a small piece that cracked mm. off. It didn't didn't harm the glass in okay. no sense. Um, just one edge just chipped mm. off, and and now it has. Uh, I put it into service last last year. Mm. Now it has this beautiful new sapphire glass, the green one. <laughs> yeah, but so many scratches everywhere. So... <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but I, I had that um, with my with my echo timer, which I bought. Yeah. A year ago, uh, yeah. I, I got it in, in April, I, and I went in May to Croatia, and I don't know, in, in the evening I saw a scratch on the, on the sapphire crystal, and on the bezel, I said, where's that scratch coming from? And I said, ah, maybe it's just whatever, but uh, it was, after a couple of weeks owning it, I had the first scratch in it, and it's, it's still in it. Yeah. yeah but uh, because when i because that was the watch which fell down in the kitchen um and i told iwc not to change the um the glass if it's not really um necessary,
0: necessary. Yeah.
1: Cool. another 200 euros you could save you know yeah. very true.
0: Very true. Yeah.
1: so if the water resistant is still there then and you, you have, have a to
0: story to tell it. exactly so i cool.
1: mean i mean it's it's a scratch it's a scar it's yeah. you know and it's this one here.
0: Yeah. A very beautiful piece. I, I,
1: I, the camera's not getting it sharp, but I mean, it has super nice patina already. Yeah. It's it's super dark. And I, when I received it, it has these yellow gold character. And this is really nice and dark, and it's getting even darker. And it's that's my daily beta. I wear that watch yeah. almost every day, everywhere. Nice. And all the others, so the big pilots, Um usually only when I'm in the office, sometimes on the weekends. Yeah. But with a big crown, it's also not the best watch to go out with, uh, with kids and having yeah. some fun. Especially the, the Top Gun and ceramic, because when I drop <laughs> that one, then that's not pretty good. expensive. Not good yeah. at all. No.
0: <laughs> but but I, I, I just have it open. I have your, your Instagram open ah, on okay. my computer. And I, you can see, I, I really love the Top Gun. And I have to, have to also tell you a small story uh, mm-hmm. about the big crown Um, the big pilot and with the big crown from from iwc i've always loved uh, this model but i have so tiny wrists that i cannot wear it but i love if they would ever do one version in a smaller size i pick it up immediately i love this idea of the big crown yeah it, it wouldn't look good if it's smaller
1: I'm not allowed to tell something, but I have seen something. <laughs> <laughs> very,
0: <nice. laughs> very good, very good, I'm excited.
1: I, I don't know if this is still uh, uh, because of COVID-19, but I, in the yeah. past I have seen something which yeah. has a big crown and a different size than 46 millimeters.
0: So uh, I can be excited, I can um, stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, when you see all all the new models, doesn't matter yeah. if it's IWC or Panerai or you can call it, the prices are pretty high. To be yeah. honest, I, I mean, I I like the new IWC Top Gun Double Chrono, yeah. but it has uh, it's not it's without an in-house movement. Yeah, so you you pay a premium price. It's 14k euros, I think. Yeah, uh, with a non-in-house movement. And uh, just because it's ceratenium, yeah. and uh, this is something which which I'm not accepting somehow, because it's it's a I lot can, of yeah. it's it's a lot of money, and uh, yeah. if you wait uh, a year or two, you can get it pre-owned or uh, as a safekeeper, forty percent off. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, I bought all my watches more or less secondhand. Uh, yeah. Just the Citizen and the Zin. I bought new from Zinn directly. Yeah. Um, but all the others are, are pre-owned watches because the prices are ridicu- ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think I think we, we we I mean I I loved the pieces that were released during the uh, Watches and Wonders. Mm-hmm. There were some awesome pieces released, but what you did see is you you only uh, saw very few pieces that were under ten k, exactly. uh, in terms of price. And I feel that. For the general public, it might be, or it pretty sure is too much.
1: It is, um, it is. So the uh, the question, method. yeah, I, I mean, uh, the, the, I think the only piece I, I loved from the new IWC collection or the ones they presented was the one with the, uh, what is it, uh, Tide and um, Ebbo Food. Yeah, fruit, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah uh,
1: exactly. The, the Yacht yeah, Club. Uh, exactly. Yacht Club.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know the English. It's it's uh, everyone flute tight yeah, and, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, w- whatever. S- sorry for the <laughs> yeah. English-speaking folks. It's it's a super nice complication for sure, and it's uh, it's very good when you are doing water sports whatsoever. But I think it's only in in white gold or yellow gold. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, I think for, yellow gold. For, yeah. And
1: for me, that makes absolutely no sense. It's a sports watch, so bring it. In steel first, or even in a very cool titanium. I mean, why not titanium? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then make some pieces for the premium buyers. Make some in white gold and some in, 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 in rose gold, whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, the moon and tide. Moon and tide, exactly. Yeah. So for me, a very cool piece, a very cool complication would be nice in steel or in titanium, but under 10K. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, we have to pay Bradley Cooper and Tom Brady somehow, um, but um, the brand is not holding their value. That is the problem. Yeah, If you buy it new in the boutique you will, and you will have to sell it, you sell it 50% off retail.
0: A, a lot of pieces.
1: A, a, a lot of pieces. The big pilot, you—it's—it's it's solid somehow. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's an old model, new model. It's Something around yeah. eight, eight to ten k, something like this. Um, but all the others are really sinking like a ship.
0: Yeah, Bradley needs some cash. Yeah, true, yeah. true, Simeon, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: true. Um, yeah.
0: And, and and how did you how did you get into um, the the crew? or with 8 past 10 how, how did that come about actually
1: yeah that uh, that, was, uh, that was I think it's a funny story um, somehow uh, i think i browsed through the internet and found somehow 8 past 10 the, the the homepage
0: yeah
1: i i don't know if it was instagram or the internet i don't know i i found the page and in the old platform you were able even though you were just a regular visitor to buy, uh, not to buy, to write short articles. Oh, I, th- okay. I think that was the option. And then I started to write an article and another one. And I think uh, a longer article was then the writing story with my father, with, with my family, so that my father has the cosmonaut, my brother has the cosmonaut, I have the cosmonaut. And um, I think that was the start. And then somehow Simeon came and asked me if I would like to uh, write articles on regular base. And I said, yeah, it's a nice hobby. I, I love watches, so why not? So then I started to write articles. Um, they invited me to uh, come to Baselworld um, two times now. And, yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah. So uh, for me, it's it's something like relaxing. So yeah. in the evening at home, you know, coming home from work, uh, the kids are in bed, J- just to, to switch off your mind, um, I, I like to write then a short article. I'm not a fan of the big ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. There are people, uh, I don't want to mention names here, but they are writing for Houdinki. And um, after five minutes reading, He's still in the, in, the, in the intro, and I'm falling asleep, and then he's starting with the article. Yeah. So it's, it's more or less like, like a 10-minute read or a 20-minute read, and I don't want to read a book if I want yeah. to. So yeah. for me, it should be short, informative, yeah. on the point. And what I did, even though with my reviews, so I got watches for review, uh, Müller, and uh, Laco as an example. I always write honest reviews so i write my meaning so what, yeah. what and not i'm not getting paid from the brand i'm not getting paid from eight past ten it's really it's yeah. an honest review of the watch where are the pros where are the cons uh, the muda glass i took with me to croatia so the strap was was peeling off already after a week on the wrist and i told them hey guys i mean it's a it's a 3,000 euro watch yeah, it's, but it was, uh,
0: not, it was not a bracelet from us.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think so.
0: I don't think, but well, you should know. Uh, yeah, so, I should know. Uh,
1: But I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, it was. It has serial number 000, so uh, prototype, yeah, yeah, and could be a tro- prototype strap, but I gave them the feedback, so if yeah. they are going forward whatsoever, so yeah. they appreciate it. And, yeah. um so I think uh, Simeon is, uh, if he's still listening, he's uh, the, the same character. We are just writing really what we think and, and what we love, and not what we are getting paid for because we're not getting paid for. Yeah. yeah. If, to my honest opinion, Houdinki yeah. it's a it's a Richmond-owned uh, page. Yeah, because they are just writing stuff from Richmond, and at the moment they are just retailer. Yeah. yeah. So they they're just doing e-commerce for the big brands in North America uh as a central storage let's say it like this but um the, the things they are writing a week on the wrist or whatever we can do the same for half or for quarter of the money yeah, yeah? or even just for fun yeah I mean, I don't know if you have read my latest Panerai article I wrote. No, for I, haven't, the... I have
0: it open. I need to still read it because. I...
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um,
0: but but yeah, I will definitely read it. Yeah. and I totally agree. <sighs> I need to. I need just need to need to say that I, I really agree, um, especially in times um, that we're in right now. Nobody has, nobody wants to read, or not a lot of people want to read long stories. Um, um, especially if they're reviews or if they're fact-based. I mean, if it's, if it's a cool story like your story with the Cosmonaut, then, mm. of course, you will write more about it. Um, but that's an interesting story. Exactly. Um, and, and and what you want, and I think the brands want as well, or most of them should want it, is an honest review from someone who, who gets the watch to test. And, and yeah, but... I feel it's important for, for us as consumers as well to to know uh, I, what we're
1: getting yeah f- fully agree with you the problem is now what uh, what are you doing when you get paid from that brand to write a review for the yeah. watch yeah. um so usually they would like to get a positive feedback and of uh, so. yeah then you are somehow in the dilemma writing an, an honest feedback or a feedback you're getting paid for yeah and I think that's where the difference is between maybe just bloggers or watch fans and and and, and paid people. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So I, I think Christian also writes always honest on stuff. So uh, we are all uh, honest people and 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 having our own opinion yeah. without uh, getting money from from the big brands. Yeah, Yeah, and that Panerai article I wrote that was also a very fast one in a couple of hours for the um, uh, Daily Watch Week with Jean-Marc. Yeah. So that we wanted to show him as well, or to publish an article about a little bit of the history of Panerai or milestones and the new Lumino collection, which I personally like. I'm more a fan of the submersible, but um, prices. I I, yeah. I I love the Mike Horn edition, the yeah. Submarsema yeah. awesome awesome with yeah. the Echo Titanium. I would love to have it. It's my size, 47 millimeters, perfect watch.
0: Yeah.
1: 19K euros. Yeah. No, not my pocket. If there is yeah. any, anyone in the audience who would like to make a uh, GoFundMe, I would be happy. <laughs> I would be happy. I would take it, yeah. Um, but, um 19k is. I mean, all the Mike Horn editions are pretty expensive. I have an yeah. eye a long time already for the pole to pole because that's really high on my want list. But even even that is um, very very expensive. It's above 10k. So Roman is just writing nice article, Patrick. So thanks, Roman. Appreciate it from a from a colleague and an IWC collector. Very
0: nice. Very <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Panerai fan as well. Um, I love what they did. I actually love the submers uh, the the submersible they they put out last year. Mm-hmm. um I have small wrists, so 42 is my way to go. Yeah, but um, but
1: but the online version, the online online retail only in in, in green yeah. 42 millimeters nice. would be a perfect watch. Yeah. And I think it's still available online. Limited 500 pieces, 9,800 euros. Don't, check it out. Check it out.
0: Don't, 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 do this. <laughs> no, it's. Don't do uh... this. I might end up with another watch I bought during this. this... <laughs> no, I,
1: I think it's still online. Um, because it is still
0: online. They put up a post yesterday, I think, to, to buy it. Um, because then it's not going to be available anymore. But here you go. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I have it open. <laughs>
1: yeah you can you can buy it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Now no, it's a fantastic piece. I mean yeah. uh, I I think they have a couple of 42 millimeters and then they have the Luminor Du, which is the Luminor yeah. in 38 millimeters. Uh but I don't like the 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 polished steel. So I'm more than yeah. a, a brushed steel or titanium uh, version. So as I said I got offered the PAM 177 which is the sandwich dial. Yeah. for a very nice price, but I think I want a Submersible. I'm yeah. a huge Mike Horn fan, and yeah. um, well, I would never get a, a watch uh, from his uh, edition because they are super expensive, even pre-owned, but a 47-millimeter um, Submersible is probably one of my next purchases, maybe next year, who knows yeah. what comes uh, up financially. Yeah, Or I have True. to sell some IWC watches, I don't know.
0: Very cool. Do you, do you um, combine your watch purchases with, with um, special events? Event? Mm-hmm. Or,
1: yeah. yeah, sometimes. Um, this one here, <laughs> this one I bought, it's a Chrono Avenger from yeah. 2006. Um, I bought that one, I think, after my girlfriend broke up with me or cheated on me. I don't know. I can't remember. It was 2006 or so, or even earlier. So I bought this one. Yeah. Um, um, I got it for a superb price. I had retail at that time, 2,900 euros, and I got it for 2,200. Nice. And I think uh, the price is still something like 2,200. Yeah. Uh, and this piece here, this will always remind me uh, on my first Basel award two years ago with Simeon. He lost that watch pretty much. It's the UX as the GSG9, German Special Forces Filled with Oil. It's cool. the, the, one of the best What I mean, you can read the time from, from every angle. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. big, with the oil field. Zinn is for me one of the most underrated brands Definitely out there is. for Definitely tool really watches. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they have uh, high prices at the moment. I mean, everyone has, but you get a pretty good watch uh, for a decent price, and they're really tool watches. These are really yeah. for the field and not just for showing off in a, in a club, in a bar, or with your... Pimp my right. That's really a tough watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah very cool. Very cool. Very
1: so, cool. as I said, not, I'm not a Rolex guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fine. Everyone's different a little bit. Yeah. So, I, I really enjoy that to see um, also the different types of, of, of collectors. Um, you have these first time collectors that just get into and they know, okay, Rolex, important. And then you have other people that have done more research, that have been in the field for a longer time. that go for other pieces. I mean, today I was wearing this uh, Raketa. A
1: Raketa, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a super cool watch.
0: Yeah, nobody would, or I, I don't know a lot of people that would, would would buy into the brand, but I got this from from a very, very dear friend of mine, and and I, I love it. I mean, it's super small. I'd say maybe what? 36. Yeah, 36 um, was, yeah. But but it's a cool piece.
1: Yeah. When, I, when I see Simeon, when he's wearing his his oyster what is it what is it also 36 or 34 maybe he's answering i don't know he had it uh he wore it while climbing and i i was wearing my i think my big pilot or so and i said that's the perfect utc watch for my big pilot so like breitling had in the past where they had the uh, universal time 34 you see yeah uh, that's uh, i could put it onto onto the bracelet and have two different time zones with <laughs> with his small one um it's a cool watch, but for me, yeah. 30, thirty-four would, would never yeah. work, yeah, because and, I have uh, thick wrists.
0: But but that's a cool thing. You, there are so many different kinds of um, uh, watches, and you will definitely find something for for what you like. Um, so so that's that's a cool cool part. But what I wanted to ask you: Do you change your straps too from time to time? Yes, is this something you do
1: yes, um I do it very often well on the aqua timer, I can't because it's the quick change stra- strap system from i w c yeah so you can't uh, change anything there. I mean you could put on a NATO I tried it and it looks yeah. miserable yeah. Um, here on the my navi timer I have now uh, it's it's a textile strap mm-hmm. from brightening sometimes I have the leather and I searched for your alligator strap already uh, with the uh white uh, stitches. Yeah. Um, so maybe I will go for that in the near future. Um, I'm changing very often on my big pilots. So yeah. um, Sometimes I have a, I, there I have only the OEM straps. So the yeah. IWC straps, I'm wearing a rubber strap, a leather strap, textile strap, a different leather strap. So there I'm changing quite often. And also with the Chrono Avenger here, yeah. um, I have another textile strap and a rubber strap. Um, cool. it's depending where you are going maybe on vacation yeah. Yeah. and so on, because the leather in in, in humidity or in hot weather is it's it's not the best and i mean the, yeah. those straps are expensive I, yeah yeah um Very true. so yeah I, I, i'm i am i am changing them even also the the zin um i like it uh, i have sometimes like a like a what is it called scent colored NATO from zin Okay, these cool, are man. these are super cool NATO straps. I don't know yeah. where's produ- who, who's producing them, but they're super cool. They're very yeah. thick, so I yeah. can't use them on the Avenger. Okay, so yeah. it, it doesn't fit with the with the distance from uh, yeah. from yeah. the pin to the case. But they are pretty good NATO straps, and nice. I, I love them. And yeah. yeah, so so I'm changing them, and I'm still waiting. I purchased two test straps from Barton Straps. Yeah. So, sorry, it's a, a competitor. No, no, okay. no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, um, but totally uh, but I I wanted to try them because they had a, a, something like a sand color rubber.
0: Yeah.
1: Which uh, I would like to test on the on the uh, Top Gun big pilot yeah. with yeah. with the black. Yeah. I think it has a nice tactical style. Yeah,
0: could could look cool. Yeah. And uh imagine, and, yeah.
1: and a similar color as a textile strap. Yeah. So, nice. but this I could also use for the Brightling, for the Avenger, and for the Big Pilot, for the Excellent. for the 5002.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, yeah, and the latest purchase I have, maybe you've seen on my Instagram, just to show that I always buy tool watches.
0: Very nice.
1: Unimatic. <laughs> it's, so, a, it's a cool piece, yeah. It's uh, I, I mean it's I it's still a, a micro brand from yeah. Italy. And they got pretty, um, yeah, much. Uh, they got a lot of uh, advertisement on Houdinki uh, when they when that watch came out. It was one of the first watches I think they made, one in, in, in steel uh, with a, just with a black bezel and just a steel case, and uh, 200 pieces only. So this is number 13 from 200, and I, I got it from eBay from the US for a good price because you you don't see them very often with with yeah. that dye. because i I just love that simplicity of that of that dye,
0: yeah to
1: be honest Definitely, and it's yeah. it's it's a cool piece the loom could be a little bit better i mean it's it's okay, but after a couple of hours it's it's gone um, but yeah, I mean somehow the price uh, has to come from
0: yeah. very cool yeah um so. So it was it was great talking to you we've we've already had uh, Yeah we have 40, 40, 40 minutes, minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so um I I try to keep keep the talks uh, at around 30 minutes just it's because okay. uh I think it's a good good uh, it's a good time and uh, it absolutely. helps me in the post production <laughs> it doesn't take Take too long to
1: upload. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Okay. No. No, it's fine. I mean, I I enjoyed it, and um, it's it's uh, impressive how fast time flies. Uh, Yeah. Really, the forty minutes uh, was very fast, and I think we would have uh, we could talk another hour or so about special pieces and the relation of each piece or emotions, maybe at a different point. But
0: um, absolutely.
1: Thanks again, Nicholas, for the uh, invitation. I really, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I would love to continue um, our talk. I think sure. um, I have I haven't had one um, interview that did not end like this. Um, <laughs> so so that's very very positive. I um, and um, definitely we can talk on cool. different kinds of topics. Um, sure. Go on. I, I'm pretty sure we could talk for another couple of hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm pretty sure. So yeah, let's let's stay in touch, and then we yeah, see. I, I know Simeon is uh, on the schedule, I think, for next week.
0: Definitely. So, yeah.
1: Looking forward to that <laughs> one, and um, yeah, then we can go from there.
0: Yeah. Very good. Sounds awesome. Thank you okay. very much. Have Thank two, you, Niklas Have a nice uh, have a nice evening.
1: You too. Take care and stay healthy.
0: Yeah, I will do. Same to you. Talk too. to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. So that was the interview with Patrick, and um, I hope you really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to talking to him again. It was a great interview today. I really loved his story, um, and I feel that we can really, really talk about a couple of other topics with him. I hope everyone enjoyed it. If you have feedback for me or if you have any questions, please feel free to just send me a DM. I'd be happy to answer any questions regarding any topic, watch related topics or strap related topics. Um, If you have any recommendations for who I should interview next, um, definitely also send me that uh, suggestion. Other than that, I'd like to wish you all a nice evening and I say thank you to you all for joining in today. It was really, really awesome and thank you for having, uh, for being here and listening to these interviews. It's really, really amazing that you're all in here and supporting what I do. Um, It's a pleasure talking about a passion and listening to these awesome people um, talk about their passion.